I'm Bobby. And I am Nathan. And this, this could, could be a podcast. The one and only. This one. You can get along with a douchebag. I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like, uh, certainly. Are there people in your life that are douchebags yeah, that you right. can get along with? Right. Me excluded? I mean, oh, God. <laughs> I, no, I, I think that was more like a I'm, high, I'm not a douchebag. Uh, like I'm an a high asshole, school thing. I think there was a couple of guys. I'm like, I mean, you're a douche, but you're okay. Like we can hang out, but then I've got a problem. I've got a real problem with just being a serial get alonger. Like I just get along. I don't have that problem (laughs) with anybody and everybody. Uh Like I am. All right, let's, let's hang out. You know, we can be together, but that's a, that's a really high school thing to like, Let's hang out and like spend time outside of right. our obligated time being together. Sure. You know, I'm saying like when basically it's work scenarios, maybe friend circle scenarios where mm-hmm. you're where you're dealing with people that are like, oh, my God, that person's a douche. Initially, yeah. Right? yeah. you're like, I'm, they're a douche. Yeah. And I don't want to hang out with them. And it's a specific type of person. It's not I don't think it's mm. I mean, you know, a douche when you see it. It's kind of like sure. pornography. But yeah. Um, it doesn't mean I don't like pornography, right? Yeah, so right. there are some douches that are like, yeah, he's a douche. I get it. But also, that's why I bring up like a lot of douchebags are Dave Matthews man fans. <laughs> I like how you're bringing in like Supreme Court logic. <laughs> logic. Yeah. I know it when I see it. I know. I, I think we all know a douchebag when we see it. Right. Just like when we know when something's obscene. Right. Correct. But that doesn't mean that something. That case law? I'm trying to remember what case that was. The douchebag, douchebag. No, versus... I know when I see. It. I want to say it was like ni- like a 1926 or something case. Oh, involved like a like a French movie. I thought it was in the 90s when that. No, that maybe it was 50s. Like it was a weird case, like where I want to show this French movie that in like like the obscene thing was they showed like a love scene. And it was just like pretty straightforward, just, you know, it was somebody having sex out of wedlock and that was like a big part of it. And it was like, hold on, did anybody like going into this movie theater in Alabama or Tennessee or whatever it was uh, have a problem when they saw this? No. The phrase is used in 1964 by United States Supreme Court Justice Potter Stewart to describe the threshold test of obscenity versus or in uh Jacobolis? Jacobis, I believe. Jacobis? Yeah. Wow. That's craziness. Uh, Jacobis versus Ohio in explaining why material at issue in the case was not obscene under the Roth test. This is interesting. Hold on one second. Uh, And therefore was protected speech that could not be censored. Stewart wrote, quote, I shall not today attempt further to define the kinds of material I understand to be embraced within the shorthand description, parentheses, hardcore Hardcore pornography. pornography. That was name of what? Whose album was that? I want to say that was. Uh, oh, who's the guys who did the Chainsaw song? Uh, uh, Glenn Miller. No, <laughs> Glenn Miller. <laughs> Glenn Miller Orchestra did the Lumberjack song. Uh, but uh, you think about it, I'll finish this. And perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so. But I know it when I, I see it. it. And the motion picture involved in this case is not that. So, uh, so can, 1964. Uh, oh, 64. Okay. How do you say that again? Jacobus? I want to say it was Jacobius. Jacobius. It's J-O-C-O-J-A. Sorry. J-A-C-O-B-E-L-L-I-S. That's interesting. 
Um, but this Roth test, hold on. Hmm. Roth versus United States, uh, 1957, along with its companion case, Alberts versus California, was a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court, which defined the constitutional test for determining what constitutes obscene material unprotected by the First Amendment. Interesting, right? Right. No, uh, I'm trying to remember what that, which one, which, uh, which, what the Roth test is. So it says uh, Roth came down as a uh, as a six three decision. Are you seeing something? Yeah, uh, unprotected only in which it's unprotected speech if it is patently infe- uh, offensive and utterly without redeeming social value. That's uh, the second part of that. That's what the Roth does really got. So where are you seeing? Okay, uh, 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 in the legacy here. Um. Yeah. So the idea of. Utterly without oh, redeeming okay. social value. Okay. Who's, what a vague... Who's social, right? That was the big question uh, that was... Uh, who's social to, value yeah, is who, the... Like, because the social value in, here in Dubuque County is going to be different. completely different from that of, you know, Arkansas. Utterly yeah. <laughs> utterly without redeeming social value. And so it goes on here and say, uh, Congress could ban material utterly without redeeming social importance, or in other words whether to the average person applying contemporary community standards, the dominant theme of the material taken as a whole appeals to the uh, Puritan, uh, what? Puritan. I don't even know where you're at right now. Interest. <laughs> God, welcome to reading Wikipedia with Bobby Shram. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is crazy though. Cause uh, no, I mean, this crazy. is basically, I mean, this is before we even have, like uh, pornography, like porn theaters, basically. Before you have, uh, right? I mean, you're you're basically getting skin mags, maybe in nineteen nineteen fifty seven. I want to say that as this case, nineteen fifty seven. Yeah. So you're getting. When was Playboy started? When the uh, Playboy 60s? started, I want to say was sixty one or maybe fifty nine. It was one of those two. I can't remember which. Mm, dun, dun, dun. Just, just go right back. Give me back to Wikipedia here. Give me the other things. Uh, Nineteen fifty-three. So. Oh, whoa. So, you're but you're you're four years in. Yeah. You're four years into being able to get a Playboy. I, right. And obviously, you had you had dirty picture shows and everything like that. You had stag films. Stag films. I love that phrase. But those are basically like just. I mean pictures. I mean, you, I mean. No, you no. St- have... I mean, stag film. I mean, a stag movie is like that's. What, I mean, basically, it's just a porno. How long ago did there was there video pornography? But, hold on, video or film? Gotta. When did, when did film pornography start? <laughs> that's what I'll put in. Yeah. Just make sure you wipe your history when you're done. That's the only. Oh thing. no! I'm glad you're fine. using your computer. <laughs> the history, the history of, porno- of pornography. Uh, we're just gonna go Wikipedia. Pornography in the United States as compared to. Uh, pornography has existed since the country's origins, clearly. Clearly, but uh, I don't know. Porn has become a subject of playing cards, posters, postcard, uh, postcards, and uh, cabinet cards. Here we go. In the 20th century, the era of blue movies began with the silent films of the 1920s. Throughout the post-war era, so blue movies, not stag films. Blue movies. I mean, working blue, particularly with the introduction of eight millimeters and super eight film gauges, popular for the home market. Uh, that's great. Beginning yeah. in 1969 with Blue Movie by Andy, Andy Warhol, Warhol, the subsequent golden age of pornography, uh, and more uh, permissive legislation, a rise of adult theaters in the United States, 
and many other countries developed, uh, there was a proliferation of oh. coin-operated movie booths Ugh. in sex shops that displayed pornographic loops, so-called, uh, because they projected a movie from a film arranged in a continuous loop. loop. So, at, at any point in your life, have you ever like even considered like going into a coin-op, like, like the back part of the like dirty bookstore? Yeah, really? Did it? Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Here's why we did it. Um, we. Oh yeah, me and my wife did it. Yep, it was fun. So we went to uh, we went to Ve- uh, went to, not to Vegas. Uh, we went to uh, New York, and we have you have you watched the Deuce? No, no. You ever watched the Deuce? Okay, no, we so talked about this. The Deuce, fantastic. All right, mm-hmm. and so we were, we were downtown down in Times Square. Okay, that used to be very seedy and full of all these incredibly places. Incredibly seedy. Yes. Incredibly seedy. So we were walking back from a bar. Um, uh, it was when we were on vacation for a week there. And we, we went by one of these places that was one of those old, dirty like, bookstore? dirty bookstores. And we're like, that reminds me of the Deuce. And like, well, let's, let's just go in. Well, let's go in. So we went in, and then they had the little slots and everything with that. And we just I'm like, what? Well, sure, we'll just give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, because, again, like, the show is so good. The show is so good. We're like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Whatever. And then you'd, I forget if it was coin-based. I don't know if it was coin-based. It might have been dollar bill based. Just yeah, because sure. Of the inflation. economy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, inflation. Exactly. But yeah, we're going in there and get like to pick your own. It was the only time I ever did it, but you get to pick your own like a uh, um, video that you want to watch. Yeah. And I think it lasts maybe a minute. And A minute? Yeah, maybe a minute. It wasn't long. And then uh, then you're like, okay, I can put more money in or I can just, I can go. That's super weird. And we got the experience, and we're like, okay, yeah, I get it. Now we can say we did it. And then you, you walked out, we're like, don't touch anything. Well, it was pre-COVID, so we were fine <laughs> touching shit. Well, it's other. It's not COVID-related that I'm worried about. No, I mean, it's. I mean, when you first off, when you walk into any sex store, I'm I'm aware of like, unless it's a boutique. If it's a boutique, then sure, yeah. whatever. But uh, no, if I'm walking into a sex store, especially in Times Square, I'm like, I know what I'm getting myself into. Like, right. I know what I'm doing. Don't touch. Anything. <laughs> or if you do, you know what you're getting yourself into. Don't you have those things in your life that you just want to check off the box and if you never did it? Uh, coin-op porno uh, stalls in the back of the porno shop. Nothing was sticky, by the way. It's I'll say that. It was there. very clean. It's not on that list. It's not on that list? It's not on that list. Well, you haven't watched The Deuce. So. Yeah. But. So. But wait, no, no, let's go, let's go into the things that you, what are some of your bucket list things that you want to, that you want to do in your life? God, I don't know, man. I mean, really, I, I, there, these are things I don't have aspirations. Let me clarify too. Let me clarify. It was not a bucket list thing until it was presented to us. Like until it was printed to me specifically, I can't speak, you know, to my wife, but like when, uh, we were walking around and it was like, oh, there's one of those places that looks like, Hey. This is kind of like we're on the set of the deuce. This sure. is kind of fun because yeah. it's exactly the same thing. So it's like, if you can like, yeah, why not? We're here. Fuck it. I am a big fan of living in the moment. And, and hey, so you, you should understand why. Yeah, we're, we're here. This. We're going to do it. We're um, never going to be like, do I want to go downtown Dubuque, Iowa? Like to, you know, go to the dirty bookstore and then go into one. Of those, no, that's no. that's much less. Uh, I wonder if they still have less that. Majesty. I wonder if they still have that. Well, I think they call them arcades. Mm-hmm. I think is what it's called, but yeah. there's much less majesty involved in going into like, it's one thing to go to like New York city into it versus to go to like Omaha, Nebraska into it. <laughs> right. Right. There's <laughs> much less majesty in Omaha, Nebraska. Are you saying the, 
the dirty book stories in Omaha, Nebraska are not majestic. Fuck you. Yeah. How right, dare you? Right. For starters. So speaking of which, this is our proud first sponsor. Uh, so <laughs> if you go down to the Lion's Den outside of I-34 here in uh, Omaha, uh, the best place to, for marital aids and uh, arcade style uh, viewing. My wife, my wife and I joke about that every time we pass Lion's Den on, on uh, I-80 there. Do you, do you go to uh, adult stores at all? No. Oh. No, I mean, I have. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, first, I, well, I want to start with this Are you going to be honest on this podcast, yeah. or are you I just going to lie, I wanna, I wanna lie be, through your fucking I, I want to do this story first, because I think it's absolutely hilarious. Okay. Okay. So, in New York, okay. me and the wife all right. pass a dirty bookstore, and <laughs> you know what? Okay. First off, you're a fucking liar, but anyway, okay. We can go... Not into the arcade. Oops. Didn't go into the arcade. I don't even remember if they if there was one there. Mm-hmm. Like this is what a it was in the middle of the day. It was well lit, mm-hmm. and it was just like it's okay, fine. this is okay for us. Ours was just after sunset, but anyway. this is for <laughs> for us. Like we can we can like yeah we can stop in here. Why not? We're on vacation. No kids. We can peruse. All right, peruse. And we walk in. And it was too, um, I don't know what the descent was. I, w- I, w- I want to feel like, say, they're uh, uh, maybe Indian. Anyhow. Okay. But two guys sit behind the counter, mm-hmm. and they've got a screen kind of up above mm-hmm. a television screen, that, they, and they're watching Matt Damon's So We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> just a couple of guys here's the thing right watching we bought a zoo in, a, in an adult <laughs> store in new york in right new york. it's just like i mean i guess don't you want to talk to those guys don't you want to like, just have a combo it's like this is what you chose mm-hmm. this is this is the decision you've made is to watch this right now you're really you're setting the mood um well, first off, they're giving off the vibe of we don't give a shit what you think, right? <laughs> we, we don't we, we don't care. What we're you watching think. this piece of garbage family slash romantic comedy mm-hmm. Matt Damon movie, and uh, yeah. How many dildos do you want? <laughs> it's fine, sir. It's fine. It's fine. We're just gonna yeah. keep. Scanning. You know, it's two for one. <laughs> this is two for one. You know that. <laughs> so right? weird. But here's the thing. Well, did you, well, how was yeah. your experience? I mean, outside of... Oh, no. Was, was okay. that it? Um, In New York, yeah. I mean, the first... At their adult store. Yeah. The first time... Where was it in New York, by the way? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. It wasn't too far from our hotel. It was, I think, at that point... Where were you staying? I want to say... Well, I don't remember if it was... I take that back. That was closer to Times Square. Um, it, it was okay. It was Midtown. Yeah. It was Midtown. So, you're not too far off. No. From what we because we changed we went we went to two different hotels because we started in the garment district mm-hmm. and then we went to a wedding in Connecticut. Classic. <laughs> That's also a Matt Damon movie, right? Wedding in Connecticut. We went to a wedding in Connecticut. Going to a wedding in Connecticut. No, we uh, went to a wedding. In I think that's Thomas Middleditch's now. Mm. That's. That's. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I love Hartford. <laughs> I remember being in college and there was a. There was a small uh, adult store, like probably three or four blocks away from where we lived. And as a as a college kid, I was like looking for a job. I'm like, 
every time we went into the store, I remember I had some fun roommates and stuff like that. We'd go and just have fun, peruse yeah. and everything like that. And it was, you know, that was back when you could still rent uh, DVDs and everything like that. Ugh. So uh, we had never seen Debbie Does Dallas, right? So we we're like, oh, well, let's go and. And I live with I live with two girls and and a guy and uh, and we we're like yeah let's let's watch Debbie Does Dallas nothing sexual just let's it's this is cinema right it's, it's, I'm a film it's major classic. here it's a classic in adult yeah. uh, adult eroticism right. right and everything like that right. but I always thought and and we yeah, we got drunk and watched it and it was I mean it is what it is but um, I've never seen it it's not that great but oh didn't really like change and shape. The world that you've known. No, but the is it desire... like watching Die Hard for the first time? No, no, Die Hard is much better than oh. Debbie Does Dallas. I okay. will go on record of saying that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the desire to like work at an adult store at that time was like, I think I applied. I think I yeah. applied at the adult store, and they didn't. They didn't hire me, which was sad. That says a lot. That does say a lot, and I, but it about was about whom? That's the question. About whom is up to debate. <laughs> but going back to like those people that you walked in on yeah. watching, like we yeah. bought a suit, like. That's the kind of like job I want. I was like, I'll just I'll fucking hang out here and just do whatever <laughs> I want. What? Because that was that was exactly the mentality when you walk in there. Like, they're just reading a book. It was before yeah. that you know you had a phone and shit like that. They could be on all the time. But like, yeah, they'd have like a TV. They're just watching stuff. Like, there's you could just show up, basically babysit the store, right. make sure no one comes in and steals anything. And even it if they sells do, itself. Yeah, you don't need to do anything. You can be rude to everybody that walks in, and you're still gonna have a job at the end of the day. Right. Some something about that was alluring, you know. <laughs> then I got a job at Mister Movies, and I was like, well, then I can it's watch the movies, and it's the same kind of thing. We didn't, you know. But it was, I don't know. It was one of those things where it was like the free. There's the freedom involved. There's a freedom involved. With having a job that you don't give a fuck about. No, well, I guess there's a there's also a freedom involved of being surrounded by sexuality like that. Like yeah. you're almost desensitized to it. Like yeah. you like you walk you, you walk into work. That's why for, I love Burger King. <laughs> is that why you love Burger King? <laughs> Too many whoppers. It's just surrounded by sexuality. But there there is though. I mean, like in in different occupations that involve sexuality, like obviously yeah. experience it. You yeah. know, uh, mainly like. Strip clubs and adult stores and everything with that. Sure. You're surrounded by it and yeah. therefore you just, you don't see it the same way other people see it. And I think that's a fascinating, uh, that's a fascinating thing. Just the mask is, I mean, the veil has been lifted. Yeah, but there's a, don't you think there's a freedom to that? Like, I, I think there's also a freedom to uh, understanding like not, not driving like a, a luxury sports vehicle doesn't make you a better person. Like it, there's a freedom. It doesn't? Right. You should know that. I'm going to have to cancel that order. But, you know, like the allure or the, the facade of uh, luxury doesn't actually make you a better person. And the... God, I love that book, Facade of Luxury. Facade of Show title. <laughs> God, that's a great book. Do you do you agree or do you like, do you experience this I don't at know. All? Or, I mean, you, you know, I, I mean, once again, I, I mean, it's a, the classic how the sausage gets made situation okay where like you're around it you know it you're familiar with it and it's not as exciting you know when you're the one who's taking you know all the dirty movies out of the box and restocking the shelves i'm guessing (laughs) yes god i cannot believe how much like ass hotel sells (laughs) like i can't jeez i don't get it what is wouldn't you like to be a fly on the wall 
Wouldn't you like to just know a little bit more about the life of that? Like, can you believe Big Ho Dicks sold again? <laughs> again? Big Ho Dicks 6 is like just, a, it's <laughs> apparently the Citizen Kane of our generation, you know? I, my question is like distribution. Like, are they buying from a catalog? Do they got a rep? These are questions. These are documentaries <laughs> that are affordable to make that are not being made. And questions that want to be, I like, I think... Glenn, you're going to want this one. Like, you have no idea what you... I mean, as far as Ass Hotel 7. We're going to send you for a six You thought 6 was month. good. Yeah. But the amount... Because you're, you're right. Like, there... How many... How many pornography distribution companies do you think there are in the I don't in know. this country? I don't know. I, or, or is it like... Hey, I'm an individual. I'm an independent. I made my own dirty movie. I've got mm-hmm. my I've got Ass Hotel. I shot it. It's ready to go. I went ahead and made a thousand copies of it. And am I calling every dirty bookstore in the Midwest saying, Hey, you want to buy five copies from mm-hmm. me? Is that it? Or is there a, there's a middleman? There's gotta be a middleman. Or think about yeah, it, it, exactly. Think about the middleman and think about like, is there a door-to-door salesman? Is there a guy that walks into an adult store? Like, there is a guy that walks... Like, there's a guy that walks into a bar, a person that walks yeah, into a bar that right. sells a beer. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm I'm the <laughs> rep. Because we were just at a bar... Uh, we were at a bar downtown. Uh, we were just getting dinner um, last week. And all of a sudden, this guy comes up to us. He's like, hey, I'm from Exile Brewing. Uh, just wanted to give you guys some, uh, you know, here's a bottle opener, a keychain, and, uh, you know, a yeah. sticker and a koozie. And he's... and you know, he's like, what are you guys drinking? I'm like, well, we're drinking Exile Ruthie. Yeah, it's great. And he's like, awesome, great. I'm like, so tangentially, yeah. is there the guy that goes to the adult guy. store? By the way, everybody's really into a weird rope bondage. So yeah. here's our line of non-slip ropes. Yeah. I mean, are you interested? Tell Just, you what. Even on the film side. like Because, again, I, I'm I'm sure there are bigger companies that are dealing with the products involved. But, like, yeah. it seems like there's a diversification in the film aspect of pornography. That's so vast. Right. It seems like anybody and their mother can do whatever they want. I don't know. That's a good question. I, and is there a guy that goes around working for... Hey, email, Glenn, how you doing? 666, bang on, 911, whatever the fuck. Here it is. And whatever shitty company we can think right? of. He's like, hey, I'm the rep for this company here. So uh, here's here's our line that we're... Got a re- really good season coming out here. We're... These are our is best it quarterly? Sellers. Is it quarterly? Yeah. <laughs> it feels... I wonder if we can find this out. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is going to be a rabbit hole that cannot become undone. Well, you're the one that brought it up. Whether or not there is a distributor, distribution company. So how many pornography distributors? I don't know. Like, here's the deal. How to deviate between, uh, you know, online only you know, people who are only working through online websites right. versus <laughs> number one list of pornography companies. Boom. Studio distributors and sex shop. Adam and Eve. We're just going to, we're going to guesstimate, but a brief scroll down. Oh, that's probably, mm, probably less like, than a hundred. Yeah. I'd probably like say 70. Okay. Jules Jordan video is they only do video studio. But here's is Internet Adult Film Database or let's go is Innocent Pictures. Are they hiring? They're a Danish independent film company founded in uh, one. Yeah. Oh, 
Hold on, go back to go back to oh, that. Wait, wait, French twinks. Hold on, wait. There's a French. No, no, please, go, please go back to Innocent Pictures. Uh, it was originally a subsidiary of Lars von Trier's film company. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, are these like how many of these are legitimate distributors that are like? Oh my god, because Lars a, von Trier's like very well, few. And have you ever rented? I mean, have you ever rented a a a pornographic film from a an adult skin store. flick? Absolutely not. No, no. I've only done Debbie Does Dallas and what I, was the other? What was the, the other? Is Deep Throat? The Deep Throat was the other Deep one. Deep Throat. I mean, that's. I mean, another like classic. Just the other classics. I mean, just the classics. Just the, that's all I've been doing. But uh, you still have to have distributors. They're not like right. They're not. There's. You're not going to go. You know, to the random girl down the street. You know. Jerk yeah. off to a camera, and then she's just going to bring like a DVD to the store. And Here you it. go. Here you go. That's not. I mean, maybe it does, but I don't know. I doubt it. Somebody who only like. I'm sorry. I only uh, we here in our store. We only have locally sourced. <laughs> we have locally sourced <laughs> porno. Here's here's like. <laughs> The family vacation or the family uh, get together where you're like, so uh, where did Billy get a job? Uh, he's working for Eurocream. Euro he's working for Eurocream. Euro oh, what is he doing for Eurocream? Well, um, he's in sales. Uh, what is Eurocream? What are they? What are they well, sales? they generally feature twinks. <laughs> yeah, it's just gay pornography films generally featuring twinks. Although it has released a number of uh, series devoted to men of more diverse appearance. <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's just generally what Billy's been up to and everything like that. That's, I mean, that, that's what generally what Eurocream's yeah. all about. What about, uh, you know, what about Albert? What has he been up to? Oh, he, work, he works for Double, Double Films. Uh, it's in, uh, you know, Chadsworth, Los Angeles. Like, Gorgeous. Yeah, launched in 1997. So it's, it's a pretty long... The studio continues to specialize in swinger and gangbang-oriented gonzo uh, pornography in a niche product... Uh, Centered around such popular fetishes as interracial pornography, transsexual. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what he, that's what Albert's up to, you know. Just kind of, oh my, paying God. the bills, you know. Just paying the bills. But, He's gonna work his way up. But that's there's room to grow. But here's here's going back to my initial point. Here is there are many, 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 many people working it's, for every one of these companies that are desensitized to the abrasiveness of the sexuality. Going back to our initial thing of. Yeah, I know it when I see it, or the Roth versus United States, anything like that. Where, yeah, what what was the, what was the term in Roth versus United States? It was uh, unlike no social redeeming social utterly value. without redeeming social value. But to to describe it, those companies, the social value is yeah. it's giving a job, it's giving social worth. That's it's a giving, value, right? Right. So it's to me that's that's a beautiful that's, thing. I as utterly. That's patently offensive. It's so dumb. Sure, but it's the utterly without redeeming social value. The redeeming social value, the social value part of that is it's, what really is is that perfect un, sentence. Unquantifiable. Which it is saying, like, when we go back, we to, go these, back to the uh, list of Jacobi, pornography oh, companies. Yeah. But you're going back to, like, well, the social value is that they're employing how many people that sure. maybe wouldn't have a job in, in yeah. the industry? like. It's it's the idea of codifying like these very vague and abstract thoughts of uh, what is obscenity and what is you know I'm trying to think of another good you know thing that's very I mean it's like pass interference or like what is a catch you know being able to like here is the 
telltale signs. These are like the absolute finite definition of what a football catch is and what obscenity is. You know, it's it's so it's think, so difficult. But I don't think there's been anything on the on the books that said this is what's obscene. Right. And that's because what, it's because what, it's impossible. But that's what that's where you get into the very lawyer speak uh way of, of saying something utterly without social value. Or right. like, or what are this I just want to make sure I get it right. Utterly without redeeming social value. That to me is a perfect sentence that covers your ass right. on both ends. It's utterly without so, redeeming social value. But who's social? Like who's society? But that's, that's, that's why right. it's so that's, perfect. That's why there's lawyer ease or yeah, legalese well, no, involved. That's like, why it got thrown out because it's impossible because it's not spelled out. So to me, but when you're when you're talking about freedom of speech, you want more things to be so vague. You you don't want freedom of speech no, to the be the problem. Suppressed. The problem was that it was just totally like, you know, it didn't matter because whose society were they talking about? Were they talking about society within this small Ohio uh, movie theater, or were they talking about, you know, or the people who went to that movie theater who were a little bit more open-minded stuff? Uh, are is it you know this church group whose society are we actually like worrying about? So that's that's the that's the real problem. That's why I got thrown out because it's utterly without redeeming social value is an absolutely ridiculously subjective term, and you're gonna have bad actors who are gonna take that. Where you are you know, seeing that it was thrown out? Sorry. Oh, this was like yeah yeah this Roth the Roth test is gone. It's it's out the door. That's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm trying to see where it was thrown out. I mean, no, it's like, it's just not precedent anymore. Like, you, they don't use that test anymore. But they used it when, when they when they were doing previously previous to Jacobius Jacoby this versus Ohio. Yeah, that's what they're using for. But that's been the that's been the precedent mm-hmm. since then. So they did use it. Yeah, they did. They so, don't use it anymore because there was a new precedent set. Uh, the I know when I see it has been right. I don't think there's been anything on, that's come since then. I'm I mean, trying to remember. I, I, look, I am not a lawyer. I only practice it in an Uber. But uh, <laughs> so it says in 1981, uh, Justice Stewart commented, uh, commented about his second thoughts about coining the phrase. In a way, I regret having said what I said about obscenity. That's going to be on my tombstone when I remember all of. Uh, the other solid words I've written. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. He said, I regret a little bit that if I'll be remembered at all, I'll be remembered by that for that particular phrase. Okay, so he's just, I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the actual like current state of obscenity is. I, I think it's like reasonable. But what's, like, but, you know, a obs- reasonable person would say that this is obscene. It, which so is in, also in, incredibly. In what context, though? Which is also incredibly subjective. But in in what context, though? We're talking about in I the context I, of what of the internet of of network television. Right. Those are two different I, things. Incredibly different things. Right. And I, I, well, I don't know. I can't get into the FCC regulations as far as obscenity right now, just because I'm fairly unversed in that. But no, but we can draw pretty logical, easy conclusions yeah. as far as on network television. You know, you can't really show an interracial gangbang, right? You can't? You can't show any gangbangs. What was I watching last night then? HBO. Mm, that's not TV. It's not TV. <laughs> it's HBO, right? I, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't like what what the but reasoning that's, is. That's that is that that I mean we have some pretty clear indicators of like sure if you're going to be broadcast television if I you know back when you could hook up a television and just have a have a satellite feed come in an antenna feed come in not here in Dubuque though but clearly in any other place topography but you could have things over the air that anyone can get to yes there's are there, there are clear rules as to like this is being broadcast to everybody now if i pay for hbo i'm paying for that knowing what i'm going to get myself into or knowing that i'm going to be exposed right that, to i mean that's part, that's part of the reasoning ba- pay barrier right right and the internet seems to open up the exposure to things like pornography and then an un an, an inability to federate or like uh there's no filtering. I mean, yeah, filter. I mean, what? I mean like when you the go content. when you go to asshotel.com, right, right, you have to type that in. It, you're not going to accidentally end up on ass.com, asshotel.com. You know. Yeah, unless you're on another website that you click to and they, you know, take you there. Yeah, right. But then you can just back right out and not be offended. Mm-hmm. I'm just people. saying you can get there without typing in ass hotel. Uh, yeah. There's a workaround. There's but, a workaround. Somebody hyperlinked to it. I get it. I, that's what you're saying. You got Rick rolled into going to asshotel.com. Yeah. I'm not saying you should look it up before I get too deep into this. Um. Yeah. No, let's look up if asshotel is something. Come on. <laughs> ass. I don't care. Gonna buy asshotel.com and just redirect it to our asshotel.com. Is it? A, no. What's your What's your thoughts? Is asshotel? I, I feel like asshotel.com. Is already been purchased. I feel like that's. Is it purchased? Is it functioning? How about that? Ooh. Asshotel.com. Is it going to go to a website that's dedicated to asshotel.com? Or is it going to redirect you to the studio that made Asshotel? We don't know if that was an actual film. But, but I'm guessing it is. All right. So you really didn't give me a fucking answer. Give me a fucking answer. Do you is... think it's a real website? It's not going to be as hotel is as hotel.com is not going to be content dedicated completely to as hotel.com. Okay. Uh, this is going to take me to uh, another. It's going to take you to another site. Okay. All right. And final answer. Final answer. All right. And go. It's taking a while. Taking a while. Go daddy. Asshotel.com is available for $3,295. <laughs> A year. <laughs> a year. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Plus That's... 17, $18 Plus a year. 17. Wow. Okay. So okay. you were incorrect on is this a porn website? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? What a misnomer. I, I mean, really? If, yeah, I don't have that kind of bank on me right now to purchase asshotel.com. <laughs> if it was like 50 bucks, I might, you know. <laughs> thirty Like $3,300 to buy asshotel.com. <laughs> I can buy asshotel.shop for three. Well, I think you go, it's an ad, but I, asshotel.live. That's, Ooh, that's, that's the one, right? That's the one. You want to see <laughs> live action of asshotel. I think asshotel.me. <laughs> <laughs> what other variations do that's we got That's just here? 199 for the first year. What a, I mean, what other? Mm. Asshotel.store. Asshotel.tech. Mm. No, it's not pronounced asshole. It's not pronounced ass hotel. God, it's a soto. <laughs> <laughs> Asshd.com. That's a, for twenty eight hundred bucks. 
What's going on? I mean, really? You think AssHD would be worth more than AssHotel.com? God, you're right. Yeah. AssHD. AssHotel.biz. 99 cents. There it is. AssHotelToday.today. AssHotel.center. AssOpen.com. Estimated value, twenty three hundred bucks. Come on, what what is going? I feel you know what this is like a bullshit because it's a lie. It's an estimated value, not not, not ass hotel, not not ass hotel dot com. Ass hotel is is the value. At three, These, the other ones are estimated value. You're right. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are premium domains? We're gonna find out what a premium domain is. Oh, I no, don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a video. Fuck off, GoDaddy. No. Um. So we we've stumbled onto something here at least. <laughs> Asshotel.com is a porn site. If we wanted to start a porn production company, we could totally do it right now. Right. You know. Asshotel. And not have some sons of bitches in the <laughs> Netherlands steal it from us. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. There's Oh man. I was really thinking Ass Hotel was gonna be a thing. You would, she, you, I would, I would hey, think. You would think by I mean, now. It's 2020. It's 2020. You don't think asshotel.com is going to be a site? You think some kind of German, you know, film distributor would have that like locked up? I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. You, you thought ass hotel? That's a lock. I thought it was a lock. I that, to the point <laughs> when I wanted to know whether it's going to redirect you to something, like because I thought that was probably the more. Yeah, like it, it was something a long time ago yeah. when basically everything was a porn site on the internet. Or it's you know what was the no Eurocom? What was it? Well, I remember as a kid when we were learning about the internet in school and yeah. having to go to WhiteHouse.gov, and they said make sure to go to WhiteHouse.gov. And of course, as a fucking kid, I don't listen to that. I'm like, I know it's WhiteHouse.com. And as the teacher's walking through, and WhiteHouse.com is up, yeah. and that is just. All you know, nineteen ninety seven porn all over the place. I when I was a kid, was, uh, click, click, get out, get out, get out. I was at school after hours. I think it was. I don't remember why. And I was in the computer lab, and I was just like, I can't believe it. I can put any word in here and say dot com, and it's a website. Dog dot com, great. Right. Bark dot com, got it. Anything other water, than dog. Water dot com. It's there. You have dogs on the brain. Wet.com. <laughs> and it's just like, whoops. Wet.com was the one. It's just like, oh, shit. Uh, this is not, not supposed to be doing that. And I'm shutting down. And and I'm out of here. I'm gone. But you could type in ass hotel at that time and nothing would come up. Yeah, that, that did not cross my mind to put wow. in the combination of words asshotel.com. So the the question that begs to be different or begs to be yeah uh, answer or question ah, asked whatever the fuck what's ass motel <laughs> <laughs> is what's, there a discount for no what? no well hold on wait we're gonna go we're gonna go to that we'll, we'll do that first all right <laughs> is assmotel.com available is that... oh this is better oh, oh no no again ass motel is available. That brings you to a different website. Um, how much are big pornography websites worth? Like, is it worth, you know, first off, what was, what was you, it? You was, it go. was essentially $3,300 $3, to for the buy, domain. For the domain. All right. 
What what's a popular Brazzers is a popular um I'm sure. What's what what's I would go to Red the list tube? I would go to the list of go. pornography companies for a better understanding. We're gonna go uh There's there's Brazzers. Brazzers is a, a oh, common I one. Can Canadian, huh? Oh, Montreal, Quebec. Oh, gorgeous. They're a studio distributor and website. I love Quebec. I could go back to Quebec. Never been. But I know where I'll go when I go to Quebec. Yeah. Just stand outside of Brazers. Are you hiring? Um, <laughs> was that your Canadian accent? No, I just no, I just. Are you hiring? Are you hiring? Eh, I, that's my Canadian accent. Uh, let's go. Uh, yeah, Brazers is yeah, right. Hold on. Uh, uh, Treasure Island because that though they were a studio, Treasure right? Island, maybe. Like because they were the one who made. Were they the one who made like? They made somebody made like a ridiculously like expensive pornography film. I was like. Like this is basically Pirates of the Caribbean, but porno, porno, and it was like we'll super go into expensive. that. But they're 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 clear net, clearly not as big as uh, Red I mean, Tube. We, we we don't want to go into Playboy. Playboy is its own entity. That's going to be different. I think Red Tube or Brazzers is uh is the one to go with. Hmm. I'll let you pick. Uh, I guess would you say Red Tube? Red Tube or uh, Brazzers? Um, sure. Red tube. Not French twinks. That's where Gary works. And <laughs> just based out of Houston, Texas. They it's it's American too, so that that they, be good. they can get a real dollars to down at the situation. Yeah, we can get a real uh, estimated. What do you what do you think? Estimated net worth. I mean, is that? I don't know. I, let's just go estimated worth. How about that? Sure. Because here's the thing: if we if we need a production company to start, has RedTube figured out how to monetize themselves? RedTube is worth five hundred and seventy-seven million. Million? Uh, I don't trust this website. You don't, this I, 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 worth of web? That looks like fucking shady ass jankity shit. Okay, so we got we got one source here right now. That looks like garbage. Okay, so we're in the five hundred and sixty million range here. Top worth sites. Well, because if you look at what pornography would make its money on on the internet, I mean, clearly it would be advertising. And one of the easiest ways to advertise on the internet is yeah. through pornography. I mean, right? I think so. So you would have to look at. So here's here's RedTube estimated thirty million. I think that's just like the website. The website name. Top worth valuemywebsite.com or .net. Sorry. Slideshare.net. I that doesn't sound real. All of this, this is very suspect. It's very suspect. You're right. Mm, most popular? No, we don't want popular. We want how much is this company worth? It's the problem with not being able to trade porn websites on the New York Stock Exchange. You really can't get a true gauge of. Is that what it is? Of what? Look, if you want to make money in this world, you really want to op- open the economy. Legalize every drug. Legalize prostitution. Let's create job jobs. Are you saying that the Dow Jones five hundred Here's the Atlantic Hold on there's zero pornographic companies in the Dow Jones five hundred? I mean I guess. We're gonna find out. Um this is an article. This is an interview with people. Yeah. Don't care. You're right. All right, so how many what do I mean, you mean, how many Dow Jones, like adult companies 
in the Dow Jones five. I mean, or the Nasdaq. I mean, because it would be a technic company, wouldn't it? I, I guess. Um, I don't know. So it'd be publicly traded adult company, or adult film company, or adult. I don't know. Going down a real rabbit hole here. Publicly traded nine adult entertainment stocks to weather the recession. Okay, so here we are. Playboy, that makes sense. Oh, you can buy stock in Playboy. Interesting. New Frontier Media. New NASDAQ, you're right. There we go. Is a Boulder, Colorado-based company traded on NASDAQ, which provides adult entertainment, TV networks, cable television, video on demand, satellite broadcast, motion pictures, and hotel room broadcasts. That's it, man. It has a forward P slash E of 19 and a peg ratio of 1.28. Interesting. This is a very low cap stock and should therefore be considered very speculative. Well, we know what we're getting ourselves into. VCG Holdings. Uh, you can find them on the NASDAQ, NASDAQ uh, under VCGH. Provides live adult entertainment under branded names such as PT, Diamonds Cabaret, and Penthouse Club. All these are very low. So. So, so there are. Yes. So there are. There, there it is. So you can. Okay. Yeah. But again, going back to like Thanksgiving dinner, like what is Brett up to? Oh, he's working for Rick's Cabaret International. Oh, really? Yeah. What do they do? Well, they're a Houston-based company that operates uh, adult nightclubs in cities uh, throughout the United States, including uh, you know Houston, New York, and New Orleans, and Minneapolis. Oh, you forgot Charlotte. <clears throat> I, you know, fuck Charlotte. Fuck Charlotte. Fuck whoa, 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 whoa. I take that back. Whoa. I'd Charlotte's like to work lovely. in Charlotte someday. I'd like to work for Rick's Cabaret International in Charlotte someday. So, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. No, you don't. No, you're happy where you are. No, I mean, you're happy with your career track, certainly. Well, until I can, you know, parlay Good. it into something like this here. Good interactive brand development incorporated. What would it take for those stocks to rise be, to stop being like speculative? Uh, I think you gotta you gotta innovate. Yeah, you even gotta, if you do, you have to still going back to what I'm talking about of like normalizing sexuality or like normalizing like again, these people are working in jobs that yeah. deal with sexuality and they're looking at it they all the time. Deal with Brenda with aid from HR and everything, like anybody else. Yeah, and so they're still looking at how to how do we. You know, reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Uh, what do we? I think that was part of the, going back to the deuce. But what I liked the most about it is it really normalized like prostitution. It uh, romanticized what uh, the early stages of pornography were, mm-hmm. everything like that. And I thought every, I thought everyone did a great job in it. But um, it was a great time and a place, an interesting, uh, an interesting story, fictional or not. I'm sure some of it's true, but, uh, but it allowed, it, it allowed you to, um, kind of put yourself into the, the characters and it become normalized. Like the, one of the things that happened in that show was that people became normalized of being a prostitute or something like that, or people yeah. became normalized running a bar where prostitution happens or something like that, or running like a massage parlor where, you know, like anything happens, but what, like they still had kids. They still had to go and like do Thanksgiving and everything. Like sure. that, and that's how they made their money. I find that interesting. I find that like there's a large percentage of the population of people that go and do 
a multitude of questionable things, you know, for their job and everything like that. Right. right. And then when you go to these industries or anything like that, I mean, like going back to just the adult store worker or the guy that runs, you know, million dollar saloons, Inc. or anything like that. They, they all have families. They all like, you know, they, Oh yeah. Yeah. They have normal lives. There's, there's, there's a normalcy about it. That that's interesting to me. Hey, I gotta, I'll drop the kids off and then I gotta go to work. Yeah. I'll be in the office late tonight. Yeah. Because I got to get these numbers crunched. Otherwise, you know, Mahoney's going to have my ass. Do you find that interesting at all? Or do you, I think do you understand what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, I do. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I'm not as fascinated by it. I don't know. Well, you don't want to live in a trailer either, so. Uh, Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, part of it. Yeah, I mean, to each other, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, would I want to fly a fighter jet? Drone, you know, a, a drone, a drone for. Uh, I'll I'll fly the fighter jet drone for the. Uh, I don't want to fly the fighter jet. Yeah, got a problem with G forces, Bobby. I'd rather be controlling it from remote control. Yeah, yeah, I'll crash that. What was the name of that movie? I'm trying to remember. What was the name of that movie with Jake Paul? <laughs> no, not Jake Paul. You lost me, Aaron Paul. You lost me. There, there was a really good movie. I'm okay. trying to remember what what it was called. Mm-hmm. Where Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad yeah, was a remote drone pilot living in Las Vegas. Okay. And just was been, there meth involved? No. Okay. And then just going into work, working out of a like a shitty trailer, mm-hmm. and just r- piloting a drone like in the Middle East and just blowing people up and okay. just not having just having a difficult time, you know, squaring that circle. Of uh, here I am. I'm living this life. Here I, 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 I am. I'm here. I, I go home to my family, and, uh, and then I go to work every day, and I just blow people up on the other side of the world. Yes, and that's I mean, me. And I, that's me pulling the trigger. It was just. It was interesting. I'm trying to remember what was the name of that movie. I guess if we're gonna tie it in, like, is it uh, the questionable occupations, or like, how do you? How do you... Uh, so normal, yeah. What is your normal, basically? Yeah. Everyone likes to talk about the new normal, right? But, like, what is what is the reality of the normal? Like, and going right. back to what, uh, you know, social... Uh, what, again, God, why can't I remember that fucking saying? Um, so, is it uh, normal? Social value. Yeah. Uh, what is... Utterly without redeeming social value. Which, again, if you want to leave us an Apple podcast... Um, <laughs> what but what is social value and what basically how does that pertain into other jobs again like to bring up your Aaron Paul movie you know example is it utterly without redeeming social value well it depends on who's ordering you to pull the trigger probably right but. and what your what your thoughts on the other people on the other side of the the drone are but yeah it's it's an interesting thing because you it's going back to utterly without redeeming social value. It allows you to have a, a very blank slate or a very wide net that you're casting. Right. Right. To, to too the people wide. That, it's too wide. Yeah, probably too wide for legislation too wide for, I mean, do you like, think we live in that world right now where it's it, where the, like the constitution amendments, uh, bill of rights and everything like that. It's too vague for what people need to be, 
like people need to be told exactly what to think. I I don't and think if if every if anything's because again like freedom of speech is a great example. Right. People don't understand freedom of speech is I get to hear speech that even I don't agree with. And we live in a world where like you can't like people don't understand that like if I don't agree with you I want you to shut up and I want you to be banned and canceled forever. And they don't understand that like that's going to eat themselves. That's going to come they for don't. them someday. They don't. It's like but, anytime the rules in the Senate changes, people don't understand. Um, we're going to change the rules so we can take care of what we need to take care of right now because the other side's not playing ball. <clears throat> not thinking about how in two or three or four or five years, uh, when the shoe's on the other foot, they're going to the use same the thing. same fucking things. Yeah, people don't. People don't. They they're so short sighted. They're incredibly short sighted. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I like it drives me nuts the idea that people cannot stand to hear opposing views. Uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the you know the phrase. Well, I mean, you know, I don't like what you're saying, but I'm gonna defend your right to say it. <clears throat> that is not something you get to hear a lot these days. No, and as much as that sounds like you know a flyover at a football game or like you know take off your fucking hat, right? But I, I agree with it, and it's. It's one of those things like freedom of speech. You know, I've always said, I think I've said it multiple times in this podcast, like freedom is terrifying. Like it's, that's why those normal checks and balances are built into freedom because yeah, um, when everyone's walking around with a gun, yeah, you're going to be less likely to mouth off to somebody, you know, you're going to be sure. more uh, just respectable, respective of yeah. anybody else in your life that you're running into versus on the internet when you can just do whatever the fuck you want. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. And again, people get way too caught up in what people say on the internet. I know you and I are not those people that get caught up on. Oh, you're not. Say. I mean, I know you're not either. So, oh, are well, you? Have you changed? Yeah, I oh. mean, I just sit there and I just, I try to go after anybody and everybody who disagrees with comes me. after you. It's like you're coming after the number one spot. I don't think you're gonna like that. I don't know. And that's and that's I guess. You've made a choice, I guess, over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I, I think it's 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 so absurd. And the problem is that, I mean, Twitter. I mean, Twitter is the is the problem because mm-hmm. you know Twitter is a lot. Everybody on Twitter is trying to have their cake and eat it too. Where this is a private company. Well, Twitter is an echo chamber. Oh yeah, Twitter well, I, is a self censoring echo chamber. Yes. Yeah. And it has real world ramifications, which is a problem. That's the problem. If it wants to be an echo chamber into unto itself, there is other federated networks that allow you right. to do that thing. Like 4chan, Reddit, all those other things that you want to do are their own. No, networks. because 4chan's getting shut down. I mean, it's been shut down multiple times. I mean, but again, they're their own echo chambers that like you get to say whatever you want. And that's because it doesn't have real world consequences. Right. So it's again. There's that whole fallacy of if I mean, no, there's real world con- real world consequences if you don't agree with them. With Twitter, with Twitter, not like Reddit or 4chan or uh, any mm, other. Some Reddit too. It's so weird. I mean, within the world of Reddit, I mean, yeah. I haven't I haven't heard anybody being canceled because of Reddit about a post on Reddit. No, I can't think of one. not canceled, not full, not full blown canceled. But what I'm saying is like like. People that are on people that get banned with with Twitter that Mm -hmm. seems to affect their real world more so than it is on other networks that offer the same thing that Twitter offers 
but Twitter was the first one through. <clears throat> I don't know if a lot of people are offering what Twitter is offering. What? I don't, I don't what think... What does Twitter offer? <clears throat> it's a weird, like, live public square. It's a, it, like, full-blown, totally open, as compared to Facebook, which is much more, like, cordoned off. You, you know, that's supposed to be your living room. You know, your dinner party. Okay. Facebook. Okay. As compared to Twitter, which is much more broadcasting and but but you don't have but you have the choices who uh, as to who's broadcasting to you so the analogy of a Times square really doesn't yeah. make sense it's like no but i can look it up um it's kind of, i would say i think your analogy with uh, facebook being the living room is you know appropriate i think twitter would be like the holidays the holiday party in the living room okay. because well, because you're still choosing to go to the holiday party. You're still choosing to have the... You You can unfollow somebody at the drop of a hat. On no, but if somebody, you know, hey, I want to hear about hashtag 2020 election results. And I search that. And then I get everybody's diarrhea, you know, as I'm going through it. So, I mean, right, but that's just like going, because I search because that's I like search. if I went to a holiday party, I'm like, what do you think about the 2020 elections? And then I get everyone's diarrhea at the place that I already chose to go to and accept all these results. Like, mm-hmm. I accept all these people's opinions by just going and looking for it. I don't ever have to follow any of those people, right? Like, I don't have to bring them in my house and like have the family relationship with them like I would if I want to be in the Facebook analogy that you're making, you know? Sure, okay. um, you just like. If you don't like something, you don't have to follow. It's like this. It's a, it goes back to this whole beginning conversation. Right. Like if you find it obscene, don't watch it. That's mm. really what it comes yeah. down to. If I don't agree with what you're saying, then I'm not going to follow you. I don't want to hear more of it. But there comes there's a thing in this generation or this uh, this time we're living in where the rage is actually the adrenaline. The rage is the the driving factor. So I'm going to seek out the rage. The idea that. I don't think you should be able to say something is one of the most fucking absurd things I've ever heard. I mean, that's quite uh, the paradox there. I don't like the way that you say, I don't want to hear other people say stuff. And I don't want to hear how you say, other, you don't want to hear other people say stuff. But it, there, because it eats there. itself though, because like, yeah. Oh, like you don't like how someone says something or like why someone says something or that they said something. Here's the real thing, real easy thing to do. Don't fucking listen. Oh, does that person have influence? Cool. There's a ton of people that have influence in this world. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, there's very few people that have influence that, I mean, we, every, everyone, get, everyone gets compared to Hitler, right? But, right. you know, when you're like, oh, like, if they're bad, you know, if they're bad, it's like, oh, they're the next Hitler. It's like, no. I mean, Hitler lived in the time when you could... Uh, rally a nation of people and also keep secret what you're doing to a nation of people. Right. And then be able to carry out your acts. We since that time have never lived in that world. Right. Ever, 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 ever. So there's no, like, even if I believe XYZ person is the worst person in the world, no way can they compartmentalize and to, uh, like rally a group of people that's large enough to command a world war against what we're, what our values are. Like there's just, there's just no fucking way. There's no fucking way. I feel like you're not listening to what I'm saying. I I understand what you're saying. 
Like, we, but we get so mad we call everyone Hitler on, right. on Twitter. I think it's like, I mean, that's why there's Godwin's Law, right? You know, first person to compare the other person to Hitler loses. But no one seems yeah. to no one seems to adhere to that. Yeah, that seems to be the first line of defense. Oh, has that gone away? I, is, God, no is Godwin's law like done? Yeah, I, I don't think anyone follows that fucking thing. It's been a while since I've heard somebody compared to Hitler. Nazis, fascists, sure, but not Hitler specific. Really? You're really gonna okay? All right. No, I mean, right. I mean, no, it's fine. He is Hitler. Yeah, you know, it's been a solid should th- we three years. Since like <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'll give you three years. How about that? It's right. That per- no, now it's just fascists. Sure, fascists. Sure, okay. You're a Nazi. Okay, Bobby. I'm not a Nazi, by the way. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, good. No, no. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Who no, like, but, but I agree with you. Like that, that that used to be a thing where the. Yeah. It's an easy scapegoat of an argument, and now it's the go-to yeah. argument. I feel like I mean, if, you, if, if you want to replace it with Nazi or neo-fascist or yeah. anything like that, or neo-Nazi or fascist or right. anything like that, it's an easy it's an easy retort to an argument. And that that easy retort to an argument online is different than happens in person. And I do I do. When was the last time you called somebody a Nazi to their face? I've literally never called anybody a Nazi to their face. How about that? Uh, I think you did that one time. How about who? I don't know. That guy dressed like Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Because and, and that's like, it's such a disservice to the, you know, people who died during the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And everybody who, you know, hey, remember when they invaded Poland? And uh, a bunch of people died. Well, I do. I, I agree with you. I think you it's, like calling ever. That's kind of goes back to my point, though, of like it's it really is doing a disservice to the influence that this person that you're you're giving way more credit to this person right. than you than this person deserves. Like if, if they're really this giant piece of shit, like we don't live in that world anymore. We don't live in that time when th- those those masses can be united and then listen to you and then there's just sections of the country that have no idea what's going on like we we we're gone from that like we know uh yeah nobody knew i mean there are parts of germany that had no idea what was happening right so but that was only because of the discernment of information in that time the idea where that- you, you could like you believe what the newspaper is telling you and if the newspaper's not telling you anything then that's just how you believe right the idea but- that you had no idea as far as like the actual like persecution and and uh the eradication of jews is like insane the idea of, like i mean that's what happens when they're out of sight out of mind hey remember remember the jones and and they were all like uh they were putting oh yeah they had to move yeah what happened to them like i don't know yeah but to compare to jump to someone that you disagree with to call them that is a right. disservice to everyone involved. Uh, yeah, that's 100% true. Right? Right. So it's an easy argument to make. It's an easy thing to do. It's an easy way to just say, this person is the worst. Mm-hmm. When clearly not every person that you disagree with is the worst. Some t- sometimes you can just disagree with somebody, but they're not bad. We go back to our initial conversation of a douchebag that you can get along with, right? Yeah. There are douchebags yeah. that you can get along with. Are there douchebags that are through and through? Absolutely. But there are douchebags that you can get along with. I've had them in my life. Like 
do I know they're douchebags? Well, I, you know, probably wouldn't call it to their, to their face because I get along of course, with them. But of like, course. if, you know, I can be like, yeah, like I can admit I'm an asshole. Like I know I'm an asshole. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, for the most part. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I mean, with every fiber of your being, yeah. But I like to be a lovable asshole if I could, you know. Mm, got a ways to go on that one. Well, but that's me being honest with myself. Good. You know, what do you? I mean, what do you think? You, you're just a people pleaser. Is that what you are? Uh, I got a problem with everybody liking me. Every you wanting everybody to like you? No, not that's. I mean, a little bit of that, but you don't I think just, that carries over a little bit. I generally get along with everybody. Like, you're, you're easygoing. I'm easygoing. And that's like, and if you haven't been a piece of shit towards me, I, I'm like, can I see that person? Hey, you and me. Person number B. I mean, not A, I'm the A, you're the B. Person number C really? over here. Uh, You tell me, God, they're a piece of shit. They fucking, I cannot fucking believe that. I'm like, you know what? Person number C over here has never done anything against me, but I can understand why you would think so because I can see them being a piece of shit to you. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is what I'm saying, like where you can get along with somebody that you can clearly see as a douchebag or clearly see yeah. as an asshole or clearly see as a dick or clearly see as a see you next Tuesday, clearly see you as a bitch, clearly see you as so yada, 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 yada. All right. Right. You can still get along with those people. Yeah. You and can, I do. You can still get along with those people. Yeah. And to shut those people down and to shut those people out without really giving them a chance, giving it like it's fine if you like Dave Matthews, man. I personally don't like it. My one experience seeing Dave. them was a, I went into it with many, many, many years of built up like I've heard everything about this. I've heard everything about the people that see Dave Matthews, man. And I think I know what I'm getting myself into. And goddamn, if it did not just personify itself in front of me, that like within 15 minutes of being at the show, I'm like, you know what? Awesome, cool. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It doesn't mean I can't get along with the you know 50,000 people here, or like one of the 50,000 people here. But what's that story? Tell me that story. There's a story there. What did that person at the Dave Matthew Band concert? Well, it goes. Okay. You got to start from the beginning. Yeah. All right. I'll start from the beginning. Like, I joined a band in, like, uh, probably 2006 or seven, And it was a, essentially a Dave Matthews cover band, and I was not a big Dave Matthews band fan. But Did you know it was going to be a Dave Matthews band? I knew, but I didn't in- know what I was getting myself into. Like, I knew they liked Dave you're, Matthews you're band. You're familiar with, like, Dave as a band. Yeah, but I wasn't a familiar with... Dave, Dave as a band. Yeah. Like I, was a, I was familiar with Dave Matthews band. How about that? Like sure. I was familiar with Dave Matthews band and I was not familiar with Dave. Um, quickly got thrown into that and like kind of, it's weird when you align yourself with a, like a group where you're like, yeah, uh, it's, it's a weird time where you know that like everyone around you likes this band a lot and they're going to defend them. Right. They're going to defend them. That's like, and, I'm not going to defend them, actually. And I'm going to like run into people who are like, that band fucking sucks. And we think you suck because you're correlated with that band. Right. You know? And I'm like, and uh, I'm not a huge fan, actually. But yeah, um, I believe in the band that I'm in. I'm like, we're doing these things right. 
um, in that band for a long time. And uh, we ended up falling apart and everything like that. So, but I always had this, I always had this thing. I was like, you know what? There are some Dave songs that are great. You know, there are some Dave songs that I'm like, but I would never go to just a Dave Matthews band show. Yeah. Like Dave Matthews band alone playing anywhere. I would never go to that. So I would always say like, if I ever see Dave Matthews band, it's going to be at like a festival or something like that. So I'm like, yeah. Um, so my, it's built in it, that price is built in. It's built in. Exactly. And it's also diluted with yeah. everything else going on. So, uh, at the beginning of this year, my brother-in-law gave me a call. He's like, Hey, we're going to be going to Arizona to see this innings festival, this baseball music festival, basically like it's at the end of spring training. They do hard, this hard pass. I know it's a hard pass for you, but, uh, I was actually going to be out in Arizona already out in Phoenix, uh, with my dad and family and everything like that to go to spring training anyway. So I was like, yeah, I'm, at, I'm actually going to be out there. Yeah. I'll totally go to the festival. And again, every band, was Dave, a headliner, Dave was a headliner for the particular night that we were going. Um, the band, I, the band I would have liked to have seen was the next night that I couldn't go to, which was uh death cab for cutie was headlining the, the second night. It's a hard bass. No, see, they're a great show. No, Cursive. I will, I will defend death cab for cutie. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, it's fine. You're like, uh, Jason Isbell was uh, another one of the acts. That's the act they wanted to see a lot. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm okay. Is that the guy with the hook for a hand? He doesn't have a hook for his hand. No. Who am I thinking of? Dr. Hook and the Medicine Man. Oh, that's, but, a, uh, that's the one. But uh, so they, uh, we, we, go, we go to the festival. I'm like, uh, like I'm out here. I'm like, I'll just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have no problem going to a festival with them and everything like that and just hanging out. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Dave Matthews is there. Like, I'll, I'll, I'd like to see it. Sure. You know, get I'm a here. pork chop on a stick. And so we get there and, uh, no, I didn't get a pork chop on a stick. And, uh, fuck, what was the drummer's name? What's the fucking drummer's name? Hold on. Sorry. Lawrence we, Olivier? It, it's not, actually. Um, Hold on, drummer for Dave Matthews Band, because it's part of the story. Ricky Van Shelton. I'm gonna go drummer of DMB. How about that? It'll come right up. Carter Buford. Buford. Okay, so everyone's walking around. Yeah. This festival with these different jerseys on, right? Like these different like ba- basketball jerseys, uh, soccer jerseys, baseball jerseys, everything. Like all they say is Buford on the back, and I'm and. My uh, my brother in law and his wife were there before I got there, and they were like, you know, what's up with all these jerseys? I have no fun. I'm like, what's up? I like, I don't know who this Buford guy is. I'm like, yeah, I I have no idea at all either. And um, <laughs> when we were like, we were getting ready to watch Jason Isbell, I finally was like, what the fuck's up with all these jerseys and everything with that? I'm like, I'll finally look it up, like Buford jersey and everything with that. And then it comes up, it's Carter Buford, and I'm like. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, all this wave of information is hitting me like right now that hasn't hit me. My, <laughs> my buddy who was in the band I was with, uh, when I joined, he named his dog Carter after Carter Buford and everything like that. And like too far. that's too no. far. Oh, you want to talk about too far. too far. Talk about paying $400 a year to be in the Dave Matthews band fan club. Fuck off. Right. To <sighs> just get inside information traveled like i think you saw over 60 dave matthews band shows and everything hard like that. pass we're talking really deep really really deep and it was all just like a wave it was like oh my god i'm such a fucking idiot like this is all this all this is all coming back to me now okay i'm like shit i'm in enemy territory here like oh i have god. not been exp- i have n- i'm not well versed to be here right now <laughs> and uh so we watch 
and, and to his credit, like he's an incredible musician. Like they're all incredible, incredible musicians. Like I'm not going to sure. ever take that away from Dave Matthews band, but we watch, we watch Jason as well. And it was fine is, is what it is. But, uh, then I'm like, I, I, I'd like watched, I'd like to watch Dave Matthews band for a little bit, just because I'm here. I've already paid for it. This is the setting I'd say it, I'd like yeah. to be in. So this is what I'm going to do. And we were there and mind you, my brother-in-law's wife is pregnant. Probably. She's probably seven months pregnant at this point, six or seven months pregnant. Uh, it was like their last hurrah before the baby's born. And they really like Jason is So That's why they went. Ugh. Um, so at this festival, they were handing out aluminum, like reusable water bottles. All right. So like you could, if you bought a bottle of water, it would come in this reusable aluminum okay. water bottle that you could fill up at water filling stations and everything like that. One but of those. at most festivals, they just got thrown on the fucking ground. So then they just became this really like dangerous thing that you could step on at any point in time. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, my brother-in-law, um, he went to the bathroom and as he was coming back, he didn't see his water bottle on the ground. He like tripped on it and he like almost fell down and everything like that. And he was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. But he looked at it and he's like, Oh, it's pretty much intact. And it's a water bottle. He like, he picked it up and again, it's pre COVID and everything like that. So yeah. it was a different time, like a month before COVID. But, um, but he picked it up and he, and he brought it over to his wife. He's like, Hey, did, did you want, you want me to fill this up? Like it was on the ground and everything with that. And like, do you just want me to fill it up? We can have an extra water bottle. And she was like, no, 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 no. And again, it was on the ground. That's sketch. Right. And so he just tossed it back down on the ground. Right. Which is, it was already there. Yeah. It's going to get picked up. It's fine. Like we're in the middle of a crowd and immediately, immediately the people behind us were like, Whoa, 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 what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what, why wouldn't you throw that away? Why didn't you throw that away? It's like, well, I, I found her on the ground while I was tripped on it and like, like just asked if she wanted it. It's fine. Like, it's, you know, it would be picked up and everything like that. Well, man, no, no, come on. What and it went on for like 15 fucking minutes. Fuck. They would not fucking leave it alone to the point where she was like, fine, I'll just fucking throw it away. And like, she just picked up and just walked, you know, the 20 yards to the fucking yeah, it, we were basically in our spot to watch the show, and to like get out and go throw it away for the amount of bottles that were already on the ground. Right, like, it was ridiculous. Like it's stupid. And then they had the nerve. Like I went to the bathroom and I didn't hear any of this. Otherwise, I probably would have said something. But when I went to the bathroom, um, they were like, "Just think about the world you're bringing your kid into." Okay, just think about the world you're bringing your kid oh into. God. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I would have punched him. I would have fucking punched him." Like. That's so pretentious for right. you to like, right. first off, not have the, just the conversation, not even to see it. Like you, I saw him trip on it. Like he was with an eyesight of him sure. tripping on it, picking yeah. it up, walking it over. And all he did is just toss it on the side of the ground. It's a festival. There's people that are paid to pick things up. They're not going to just leave it there. It's not going to biodegrade, right. you know, for the rest of its life in this park in Phoenix. Like yeah. it's going to be picked up. And it was just a, it was a thing like. Oh man, I was really happy. I didn't hear the thing about your kid. Cause if you talk about like, if you're just going to use information against you, yeah. you know, like, Oh, I see your wife's pregnant. Just think about the world you're bringing yourself, your, your, your kid into. It's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. I want to go. Like, let's go right now. And I, uh, but that was about right. That was probably 20 minutes in to the show. And I'm like, yeah, we haven't even got to there. We haven't even got to ants marching yet. And it was like, uh, yeah, I know. This is about what I expected out of Dave Matthews Band fans. <laughs> yeah, I, for for me, the idea of interjecting myself is so fucking like 
that's the people pers- pleaser person in me mm-hmm. or just like um the idea for me to like i'm gonna just jump right in here and tell you how you're a piece of shit real quick uh let me just go ahead and just do that that's fucking crazy that is banana fucking level of insanity for me to do that i can't imagine well in a festival setting too it's where i i get if we're walking down the street and like you know let's say we're walking down a downtown and we have a a bottle of water and we just throw it on the side of the road then you're a piece of shit i get that okay yes but we're currently at a festival where there are people that are paid to pick that up and not that he bought that drank it then threw it on the ground right he found it on the ground almost tripped on it wanted just to like see if she wanted it and then here's the thing didn't want to walk another 20 yards to just go throw it away like it's it's not that big of a deal just to toss it on the ground and be like you know what it's it's gonna get picked it's a fucking festival people piss on the ground it's unacceptable to piss in public right in normal like if i if i saw someone piss whoa 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 whoa. you don't you, you piss in public no no yeah but But if you saw somebody pissing on the sidewalk, right? Be like, hey, that's unacceptable. But if you're at a festival and you see someone pissing on the sidewalk. Honestly, if I saw somebody pissing on the sidewalk, like between me walking from your house to my car and I saw somebody pissing on the sidewalk, I'm not getting interject myself into that situation. No. Going back to us in New York, no, there was a guy pissing a very healthy stream into the road uh, one of the the, the days we were there. I was like... Yeah, we're just, the road. we're just, uh, we're not, no one's going to say anything. And countless people walk by because, right. I mean, again, what, what are you going to accomplish? What, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, I don't know. first off, it's, it's one of those things in a festival. I mean, you, you've been to many festivals. No, right. Absolutely not. So I've been to two. Maybe. Which ones? Oh, no, not even that. Like one. Which festival? It was dot fest. It was like my, like I was like, f- oh, like gotcha. 15, 16. But there's a certain level of like, there are certain rules that don't exist exactly. in a festival. I mean, well, anytime you get a large group of people together, the the amount of people. Yeah, the amount of people that. You know, you, you see, when you once you see one person throw their cup on the ground, then it's done. We're done. It's done. It's going to be litter. And that's just it. Well, it's inherently built into it. Now, whether the litter stays there is another thing, right? Yeah, right. right. And no, it's going to get picked up. Though. It's it's clearly going to get picked up because again, that's what no the, the festival that is doing. festival is not going to pick up. Isn't going to the next day, put away all their caravan of nonsense, and move on to the next festival down the road without picking up. And just leave a pile of garbage. Yeah. And it's not like everyone is throwing things into like a moving body of water. That's another thing where you're like. I've been trying to do that more though. Well, there was a moving body of water right next to this festival. And it's like, yeah, people aren't just like tossing shit in. And probably some people are. I know people are assholes. Yeah. But but when when you're at a festival and I I always go back to one of my first festivals I went to. uh, My buddy found a. it was a thing of Mike's hard lemonade as we were walking out, like it was on the ground and we were underage and everything like that. Couldn't buy alcohol or anything like that. And he like, he found it and he was like, Oh, found a Mike's hard lemonade. Absolutely. Yeah, man, this is great. This is great. And it was about like halfway to the car when he realized like, ah, oh, this is probably piss. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. It, it was like, 
it was just so happy to be in a Mike's Hard Lemonade, and the person was. Was it a wide enough. mouth? Was it a wide mouth bottle? It was a wide mouth. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess the one the wide mouth. Yeah, but it was like, oh yeah, that makes way more sense than <laughs> someone just dropping a Mike's Hard Lemonade on the ground, right? Right. That someone just pissed in their Mike's Hard Lemonade bottle. Yeah. And then totally. threw it on the ground because someone's going to pick it up. And that just so happened to be the stupid high school kid that picked it up. That think I, I always wish he would have just taken a sip out of it. That, that, the cherry on top of that. But ever drink your own urine? <laughs> not, not yet. No, no. I, I like it's, it's, if I have to though, you know, no, uh, the whole, like, I'll just think Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard, Mike's hard lemonade. The idea, like, Truckers like pissing into Gatorade bottles and tossing them out, chucking the them out the way of the uh, road. Yeah, I picked a, I picked up a couple of those cleaning the highway. You know, it's just like, oh, what? This is another piss bottle. Thank you. This is another. <laughs> Why? It's, it's a little bit of like uh, the real world meeting a festival, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the way of the road versus reality, and it's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, just picking up piss bottles. That's just. But again, like when I'm wa- when I'm in a festival setting, mm-hmm. if I see litter on the ground, obviously you want to do your part and like stop, you know, someone yeah. from having to pick up. I've I've actually volunteered at festivals and stuff and picked up litter and everything like that. But like, you don't. But it's it's a part of human nature. It's a part of I want to watch this band and I don't want to throw this away right now. Like you're not. Right. If we're gonna fault somebody. It's on the festival for not having enough garbage cans around. Sure. I mean, or porta potties. I mean, like the that's the yeah. insanity that is a porta potty at a festival on a Sunday. The idea that, uh, like, what I'm trying to remember what's the story. Walt Disney sat sat there and just watched. Had people watched. How long am I going to hold on to this piece of garbage before I just throw it on the ground? And it was like twelve steps. Like that was like his findings. So it was like every. Was that a Twitter poll that he did? No, like he just (laughs) like just had people watched. Like, okay, people they got their piece of garbage. Hitler, by the way, they got their piece of garbage in their hand, and what are they going to do with it? And what's the average? It was like yeah, it was like twelve, twelve. So it's like, or something about that, where that's un- that's sound- that sounds right. And so, like, that was his deal. I'm gonna put make sure that there's a garbage can at this interval, mm-hmm. all throughout the park. So no matter where you're at, if it, the most you're gonna have to walk and hold on to a piece of garbage is this amount. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I find so many times, like when I'm walking across campus, like at University of Butte, like the idea that. Okay, I do my part when I'm at work. When I'm walking and I see a piece of garbage on the ground, I pick it up because, you know, it's all about first impressions and all that stuff. You only care about what people think about you. Uh, Yes. Well, well, that's fine. Be honest about it. And also, like, I don't know. Also, I want people to see me picking it up as well. Okay, so you care about what people think about you, and it's fine. there's been it's fine. There's been like twice, uh-huh. like where people of substantial stature within my workplace have seen me like pick up just garbage, like me just walking in my daily. Okay, here's our candy wrapper. <laughs> I'm gonna pick this up and I'm gonna put it in the garbage, uh-huh. and it pisses me off when it's like I gotta go out of my way to go to that garbage can, mm-hmm. and it, I don't like that. But again, you're looking at like a campus. Again, that makes more sense. Like you're, 
you're in a much more refined, controlled environment. It's as compared to a festival. As certainly. compared to a festival, like a yeah. festival, you're you're putting on a show first yeah. off. So you're the the trek to get from point A to point B back to point A. Right. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're looking at like let's say I wanted to be at Dave Matthews, we were far from the stage. We were on the outskirts. Right? Hard pass. Um, and. We still there was tons of garbage and stuff everywhere. But if I'm in the if I'm in the fray of Dave Matthews band, and then we send somebody to go get drinks and everything yeah. like that, and then come all the way back, no, we're not sending somebody again to like go get the empties. No, no, those are going on the ground, and then that's what I paid part of my festival for to pay the people to pick it up because other if it was a well organized lineup, there was a fucking way to just. Easily go in and out. Of Twenty yards is absurd, by the way. Yeah, I mean that's about what it was. I mean, we from it was probably back to the concession stand. It was probably back to the. That's crazy. But if it, I'll just because I've been there before is if I'm in the you know the pit or like the the main audience of a yeah. of a festival. No, there's no like, hey, you guys got empties. Uh, I got to go to the bathroom, you know, anything like that. It's like, no, it goes on the ground and then just, you know, crush it. And sure, that's what happens. And then again, the, it's not like when you leave Grant Park to go, you know, to go to Lollapalooza or anything like that, that when you leave Grant Park, it's a fucking landfill after that. And it's been a landfill ever since, you know, oh, no, really? it's fucking picked up and it's maintained. Everything's everything's happening. Like it's not it's a festival. You're getting people that are, you know pissing anywhere like they just piss everywhere it, it, it there's so much piss there's so much piss there's so much shit i mean shit yeah Fecal I, don't think you, I don't think you've ever experienced no so i've been to bonnaroo a number of times i, know I talked about it on the festival or on the con uh, podcast where are we at this is a this is a podcast um bonnaroo though the the sunday the saturday and sunday porta potties that are never fucking cleaned out of bonnaroo music festival are horrendous. How is that possible? Again, the precedent has already been set that no one gives a shit about like cleanliness at that point or what is, you know, socially acceptable or anything like that. You just, I've literally seen shit piled up above like the, above the bowl, above the bowl. Yeah. And, and it's like, like toilet paper, tampons, shit, you know, that just general mixture. Yeah. Where you're like mounded right up. I guess uh whew. and then you're like, Well yeah, I'll just rather piss on a tree right now. Like, you know. Right. And I've done it before. especially when the the conditions are that way. And it's just ridiculous. It's it's absolutely absurd when you get to those things. Like So you totally understand why somebody who's seen, you know, somebody selling their body for sex can see beyond that and accept that you get used usual. to it. You get used to it. If, if you can get used to shitting on top of a giant mound of shit. You oh, can, I've never done that. I've you never thought about it though. No, no. You didn't think about it. No, I have a problem. Cause you didn't have, public. you do have a problem with pooping. Yeah. In so I just, I hold that, you know, I just really clench it in, clench it in and stomach ache, you know, it's not good for you. It's not. No, but it's really, I think it's better. Is it though? I think. Or you could just just let it loose. It's really hard, man. Let the goose loose. Let That's what I say. <laughs> well, I hate it when goose died in uh, Top Gun, so I never want to let the goose loose. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Timothy. 
Edwards. No, it's yeah. uh, John. No, not Jonathan Edwards. John, not Jonathan Banks. Anthony Anthony's, Edwards. Got it. Got it. Was it. close. Yeah. He was great in Pet Cemetery too, by the way. But yeah, it was him uh, and Clancy Brown. Yeah, it's a tough thing to uh, shit on. I, 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 could, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Clearly, people were standing on top of the seat and shitting down. Right. Was, oh, I mean, is that pal? I was never a nom, but it was really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, were... sh- I'm sure nom was worse. Nom was worse than the nom. porta potty at Bonnaroo. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go on a ledge and say yeah I think Nam was worse than that but okay but I'm gonna hold you to that yeah I'll I'll defend that <laughs> I, I think I think Vietnam was worse than that but uh, you know who's to say who's to say and at the end of the day uh, this could be a podcast this could be a podcast I mean defend our right to have this podcast. <laughs> Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us at TCPA underscore podcast at Twitter or on Twitter, whatever the kids say. I think it's at Twitter. Uh, Yeah, please check us out. It's on Twitter. And we're also, get this, we're on Facebook. If you want to listen to this on Facebook, uh, you know, check us out on Facebook and also on YouTube. We're doing all kinds of fun and crazy things. And if you could do me a favor and just let me know, what do you refer to as a porta potty? Is it a porta john? Is it a kaibo? What is your regional take on the thing you poop in at a festival? Thanks for listening.